What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fun With Dumb. We're live here from Koreatown, Los Angeles. I don't know why I sound like a radio host right now. <laughs> K-Dumb 104 from Los Angeles. Um, I'm here with my co-host, Steffi Bake. Yay! How you feeling? And, and we got a lot, lot of uh, just... Um, Good energy today, um, new life, if you will. Um, more life, more life. More life. We got so super Sam. Hi guys, it's me, Sam. DJ, producer, um, founder of One Four Three, one of the hottest parties in Los Angeles. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's hot right now. All it's around, a hot party. Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. These guys. All around, and and what uh, once a co-host on. Um, yeah, on, on Eighty Eight Rising. On Eighty Eight Rising Radio, Radio for those. Yeah. Two, yeah. three people that tuned into my show. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, we have Jen M. Yay! Hello. Uh, of course, uh, YouTube star um, and CEO of her own company. Yes. And uh, both of y'all, a newly... Um, What's the word? Mom, to be new to be future mom. <laughs> and recently um, impregnated. I feel like <laughs> recently impregnated. I'm almost stale at this point. I'm like nine months pregnant. Yeah, so. she's about to news. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, really? you guys yeah. are both pregnant. Yeah. Um, let's just jump right into that. Uh, how many months are you guys pregnant? Yeah, I'm on month nine. So <laughs> she's wow. right about ready. Gosh, it could yeah, now? it could ha- it could technically happen now. Wow, so I'm not ready for. Are you that. ready for I a know. live stream birth? <laughs> <laughs> I took an EMT class. I think I could figure this out. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, like labor is like quite a long process. So if my water broke, I wouldn't be like, oh, we gotta get to the hospital. Yeah. I'm like, okay, right. like let's pack our chill. things. I'll be chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd be chill. I would be like, Sam, can you drive? Yeah, me to my house. Roll. Yeah. One pregnant lady drives another. <laughs> that is tight. This is so exciting. Well, cool. How many months pregnant? Uh, I'm. Uh, this would be like six months, or is, I'm entering seven months. Wow. Because nice. I think pregnancy, it, it's calculated by weeks. Mm. So like, yeah. She's 37, and I'm 28. Oh. Yeah. Weeks. And it goes up to 40 to 41. It goes up to 40. Yeah. Maybe. That's yeah. pretty great too. And you guys are friends too, so it's kind of cool <laughs> that you guys are pregnant together. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I found out um that she was pregnant, so I was like. Was really good. You guys yeah. like, like I should get pregnant too. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. well, Is that a thing? I, like, isn't pregnancy influence a thing? Like when you see someone oh. pregnant, and your friends are pregnant, you start wanting to get pregnant too. Oh, I know. That has never occurred to me. So. Yeah, but I do but. think that like you gravitate towards other pregnant women yeah. because mm-hmm. it is such a unique journey and it's always nice to like have that extra support i don't think there can be too much support no during something like this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, honestly like yeah. your dm was the best message that i had that day oh my god i was actually going through it and then i saw your message and i was like oh my god she's pregnant too yeah this is before you announced right it was before i announced because mm-hmm. um, you guys are thing. thinking about play dates future play dates and and situations like that right yeah, I mean, it's like a lot. It's even more than that. You know, I feel like there's going to be a time where it's like I'm it's 3 a.m. and I'm awake. Yeah. And like you want to know who else is probably on that same <laughs> schedule of not sleeping and like can commiserate or like celebrate these yeah. like interesting milestones that'll probably happen right mm-hmm. so this is cool do you guys think your babies are now like talking to each other or like listening to each other <laughs> in some way or sending each other signals <laughs> like, like, like telepath 
<laughs> like her baby's listening to your 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 voice and Maybe. I feel like that kind of I think that's a thing, right? Perhaps. I wasn't paying attention to that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's definitely listening to this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he well, can he can hear. Well, for this sure. isn't a coincidence. I invited both of you guys here cuz you know, I I I've known you guys for a bit now and I saw that you guys were both pregnant. I just felt like <laughs> this would just be a great conversation to have in this next chapter as two very busy women um, on your own ventures, you know, and this is like sure. a new thing. And I find it interesting because I'm getting to that age too where, you know, I'm thinking about these things, having kids and mm. future, n- near future. Oh my God, yeah. it's so nice. I never thought I'd see this day uh, nah, from nah, you. It's here, it has arrived. Oh my gosh, I want to join in on the play dates. Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna impregnate me? Yeah, send Press me some bits. Press one if you'd like to impregnate. <laughs> I feel like he'd have like twins and be like, I put have have the guests here and be like, it's two peas in a pod. Yeah, yeah two peas in a podcast. I want to have two two babies so they could battle rap each other oh my yeah. god, oh, god. Okay. battle rap for my love battle rap for my love no i'm you kidding words yeah. only yeah. <laughs> um, whatever words you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so i wanted to ask you guys like okay so when you guys found out the news what was the um initial feeling like was it automatically like you're ready for this next chapter and like ready to kind of maybe put a hold on everything that's going on in your lives that's very busy too mm-hmm. well i mean i feel like my when i first found out i was pregnant it was such a shock for me because this was not planned at all mm. like if i if i could plan my life exactly the way i wanted i probably would have gotten pregnant when i was like 34 okay and i'm 30 right now okay so it was a big shock you know because yeah. you like i've spent my whole life trying to not get pregnant so to yeah, pee on the right. stick and see those two lines it wasn't even a faint line it was just like yeah. i was pregnant yeah and <laughs> it was and I think the results is like no you're definitely pregnant, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're pregnant. Yeah. mine said omg pregnant. so it was like a huge shock for me because it meant like my whole life was gonna change. Right. Like my identity would change, mm-hmm. my friends would change, my relationship with my husband would change. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, I think I felt a lot of shame because happiness was not at the forefront of my mind when I first got pregnant. It was just panic. Like mm-hmm. how the heck I'm gonna do this? I don't, I've never fantasized about like being a mom or a parent. Like, Interesting. so it was just like a, holy shit, this, when I became 30, I, I, I the thought of, Oh, being a parent one day yeah. was in my mind, but not like, no, like this is about to happen right now. This so year. this year. <laughs> so that was really, really overwhelming. But luckily, like Ben is so, so supportive and and it's seeing him being so welcoming about this change and, and, and him being excited. Um, that definitely changed my experience. Uh, but yeah, my first trimester was just a lot of resistance being like, am I going to do this? Like, could I do this? Like, what's going to happen to my work? Are people yeah. still going to be interested in my life? Like, it's just, yeah. there's so many phases. Like each trimester, I have learned something so different about myself. It's been like an incredibly introspective journey. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean everything You're shifts. You're outward and inward. Yeah. At the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Every everything yeah. shifts right for your life, and <clears throat> I I think as you go deeper into the experience, you can start enjoying it more because mm-hmm. it's like what else really ma- else matters really. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. 
So like my first trimester was really just wrapping my head around like, okay, like I'm going to do this. And I mean, now at the end of it, I'm like actually feeling excited. I mean, it, I, the excitement started, started at the second trimester mm. um, because that's when like you're you showing, showing yeah. and it's becoming like a reality. And then the third trimester hits and you're like, oh shit, like this is actually happening. I got to get yeah. my stuff yeah, together. The countdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm at this point where... I mean, yesterday, I mean, like last week, I was telling Sam, like, I was just an emotional wreck because you're just like, oh my God, yeah. like, he could be here at any moment. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I'm ready for this. And it's a, it's a boy. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Was that exciting? Did you know that it was going to be, or like, did you feel it before? I had, I mean, everyone's like, oh, like, I have a feeling. Yeah. But it's like literally, you're just flipping a coin. It's like yeah. 50 50. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I was like maybe like 51% leaning that it was a boy. I think really? because I grew up with the older brother oh. and I so I'm like familiar with that energy. Mm. Like, so yeah. Well, that's I'm, cool. Oh, interesting. How about you, Sam? How'd oh, um, let's see. I, w in my life, I was already ready. I was like uh -huh. making plans to um, start a family. And um, I was actually in the process of getting my eggs frozen. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, wow. because I was like, I don't know when exactly mm -hmm. I'll get pregnant or if or, you know, there are a lot of question marks. But I was like, I know that in my perfect world, I would like to start trying like in October of this year, which wow. is in two months. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, <laughs> the pregnancy was a surprise, but it wasn't it, it came sooner than I expected. But in my soul and in my being I knew that this was something that I wanted and like fairly soon yeah it's just a lot sooner than um planned obviously um but um yeah it was definitely a cool surprise and I um you just gotta like you shift like everything just comes into this focus where you're like partly panicking but also just like all right gotta get my shit together like a b c d let's mm -hmm. go um <laughs> let's move it all around um and get this baby going yeah. um so that was really cool and i did feel like it was a girl the second that wow. i found out um whoa which i just but i didn't know i couldn't tr how do you trust your yeah. pregnancy feelings when you've never <laughs> been pregnant yeah. before right yeah. so i'm like I don't know if these are valid, um, sure. it, but I think my intuition was correct. I just felt so feminine all of a sudden. Oh. And I unlocked this like part of my womanhood and my oh. femininity. And I, I was like, this is a girl. And sure enough, it was a girl. I will say oh, it's, so it's yeah, interesting because so you guys are both in these very youth-driven <laughs> industries oh where you, your audience is so young <laughs> yeah. and they've grown up with yeah. you guys. And this must be a crazy feeling as a viewer watching you know following your social media and then all of a sudden you guys are pregnant it's like wow like you kind of like look up and you're like damn it's been 10 15 mm. years since i followed you right. guys or whatnot yeah. um and like what did the reaction feel like was there a lot of like from the from the people like i feel like there's a little surprise there because you never look at the people you follow or your heroes or whatnot as these like i don't know sometimes they feel so immortal in a way where like you don't see like oh he's the, per the person's pregnant or they might be like stepping away from that thing mm, right. or, or whatever you guys are doing yeah and i know like this is gonna mean like you stepping away from dj for a little bit yeah 
Um, I know recently you part you um, uh, parted ways with Eggy, mm-hmm. which Eggy actually stands for baby in Korean, oh, which yeah. is kind of beautiful. I know. Yeah, I mean, like it's like you planned this. You're like, no, well, I'm pregnant. I'm gonna let it, it go. <laughs> yeah, I named my clothing line Eggy because I was like, this is like my baby. It's like I'm, I'm committed to this project. This is not a business that I'm gonna start and then just snip off when it gets tough. Mm-hmm. So it's just <laughs> trippy that like I decide wow. to close Eggy when I'm actually having a real Eggy. You're like. I probably oh should gosh. focus more on my real oh, baby. My real. Uh, <laughs> it would have been, been such a good collection to come out, like a maternity line called Preggy yeah. with Eggy. Oh. So, but I'm annoyed that it, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> You're it like, damn. I should have on the Preggy. You know, it would have been a good, like, yeah. Well, you sub-group. can start now. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, like, honestly, like, clothing and that chapter, I'm just... <laughs> I'm done with that. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I grew up, like, fashion was just yeah. always my favorite way to express my style. But once it becomes, like, a job with so much pressure and, like, like other jobs on the line, mm-hmm. it became something that I just didn't look forward to. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I, in the process of having a clothing line, I kind of lost my own personal <laughs> sense of style because mm. it became, oh. like, I have to wear the clothes that I'm, like, designing mm. and creating. Mm. Like, but... You know, so yeah. like even when I look at my closet, I'm like, oh, I should probably wear this piece because we've got a lot of inventory on this rather than like, what do I feel like right, wearing today? It comes today? from a different yeah. place. Yeah, it comes from like all marketing yeah. business, business mm-hmm. perspective, hmm. which is overwhelming. Well, where, what does this mean for kind of the future of what you guys both do professionally? Great question. Great question. <laughs> um, you know, I think that that's something truly that I've had to contend with for the last, you know, t- since the start of my pregnancy but also I guess in this like recent year of my life with COVID I mean COVID was the first thing that shut my career down right because you know Uh um no more parties ever in the world uh for a long time but um yeah I don't know I think that you know the response I have always known I wanted to be a mom Mm-hmm. That was not a surprise to me, but I do think that the reaction has largely been like complete shock and awe mm. um, at like any sort of announcement because I don't know that anyone has ever, I don't know if I've ever expressed that publicly or yeah. shown that publicly that my maternal side or like w- if I ever wanted to get married or have a family, I, it's just not something I ever put out through my branding or my persona or not no one expects yeah no one expects it at the club like 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 she's up there killing this party but i wonder if she wants to be a mom (laughs) so i think that that um has has actually been really funny to for me to see the reaction i'm like oh yeah y'all didn't know because i don't like come out in my work and Uh say it um so um do you plan on showing your your kid on yeah and okay that's another thing too i guess mm. i mean we've kind of talked about it because everyone has a different level yeah. of like comfort privacy um i probably won't i've i've been like studying other public figures and like what mm-hmm. they do and what resonates with me and i um i'm gonna give a shout out to vashti who is also a new mom and she's a dj mm-hmm. entrepreneur as well but like she doesn't show her baby's face Okay. Oh, like she'll she like kind of strategizes yeah. a lot of the photos to like show the baby and what's happening, but without showing the face. So I feel sure. like I'll I'll probably live in that. That is an interesting realm. element, I guess we think yeah. about nowadays, right? About how much we want to share, and that's all personal preference, mm-hmm. and how it may affect 
the person, you know, the babies or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, you've been very public about sharing your process of this. I mean, how, how, the feedback's been great, looks like. <laughs> the feedback, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The feedback's been great. Oh, did you see how many likes you got on that yeah. post? Yeah. Yeah. People want it. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, you seem like you, you find a lot of joy in sharing these moments, right? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I've been documenting my life for like 10 years now. Yeah. yeah. Which is so nuts. Like, that's crazy, but Jen. I know. And <laughs> I, could, I don't know how you do it. But, and I I, I, but the thing is, like, I just started this job. It wasn't even a job. It was just a hobby. Right. You know, I think, like, my generation was when we all became not exhibitionists, but we were mm -hmm. oversharing a lot of things because it was so exciting. You know, like, I remember, um, like, one of my hobbies when I was, like, 16 was just going on CobraSnake.com and oh, watching, yeah, like, oh the God, parties yes. that are going on, like, Dimbak Tuesdays. And, oh, my gosh. Um, and so I think that's where that, that itch came of, like, oh, like, I want to I wanna share my life, too. Mm -hmm. And it just started very surface level. Like, I want to show people that I'm having a good time. Yeah. Like, I'm fun. I, and I think it's because I, because I, like, in high school, I was always trying to, I don't know. There was like a group that I was with and I just wanted these girls to like me mm. and and like and yeah, I don't know. It's like turning into a therapy session. But yeah, so I can, I can talk about it. Do they like you now or what? I, um, I think so. <laughs> no. I but I, I, I think it I think that was where, where my, my people pleasing um mm. like habit came in. Oh. I was like, Oh, I just want to document, I wanna show that um like you know share having my fun. life that way yeah i'm having fun but obviously it became deeper than that and i yeah. so and so now like it's just insane that i can look at my channel and i can actually see progress i can see what i like was evolution like. yeah i can mm -hmm. see what i was like when i was 19 mm -hmm. 20 21 i think it really hit me when i turned 30 and i was doing this like recap video of like what i learned in my 20s and i was like oh my gosh, I could literally slice up my entire life on YouTube because I had started when I was like 19 years old. So I had each Whoa. clip all the way up till I turned 30. Wow. So I think like now that I'm in, now that I'm like pregnant, it's kind of sharing this different chapter in my life and it's yeah. showing a lot of my viewers who have been with me since the beginning that like yeah. they're growing up too. Yeah, and I so. think that's really cool is like you – you know, like, oh, you have such lively young jobs. But at the same time, if anyone's been with you since day one, they're also grown up too. Yeah. So they, like a lot more people can relate to what's happening with me now mm -hmm. than I thought. Uh -huh. um, exactly. That's yeah. what that's what I mean. That's, like yeah. earlier when I was saying, I feel like <laughs> as a viewer, you see these people you follow. And then when you guys announce that you're having a baby, that viewer probably was like, damn yeah. I, I'm, I'm getting old yeah, too. Like, yeah you're like holy crap like i feel that you know that's yeah. how it, i think that's why it's so surprising you know because we you know with sam i felt like i was like oh wasn't it like two weeks ago she was like killing a club or something yeah you know I mean, and I then know. you announce it you're like what the hell when did that where did yeah, that come from you know? i know but it's like yeah it's been in the works i think in my heart and everything like in my the way i've perceived how my life will you know pan out yeah it hasn't been a surprise to me but it definitely is weird i was impressed hell. by you performing oh my when gosh you're in that like that suit dude it was uh, so terrifying i'm not gonna lie i yeah? remember just talking about it i mean um, i had um 
I had to, I was just like, man, I'm going to DJ while I'm pregnant and COVID's over and like, yeah. let's go. And like, I have all these shows lined up and the physicality of DJing yeah. is fine. Like, that's not the problem, I think. Like, but, um, you know, upon going to 143, which everyone should go to, um, go to 143. It's a really fun <laughs> wait, wait, when is the next one? It's at the end of the last Friday of this month. Okay, um, the last Friday of this know. month, guys. Yeah, yeah, come. I will not be there. That was actually my last performance. Wow. Because I, um, I announced like yesterday that I like withdrawing from the rest of my shows. It just doesn't. How'd that feel? It sucks. It really sucks. It sucks because I just wanted to work. Like I yeah. just wanted to work after so long. Right. Yeah. Um. And I can do it. It's again. It's like not the physicality of DJing. Um. It's truly just the panic of whatever is happening with this second. You know, this COVID Delta right. variant yeah. that like it's just yeah, it's so worse. risky. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I have what three more months left yeah. of being pregnant and i just want to protect you know this mm -hmm. part of my body well, and you, like, hopefully you won't yeah. be missing anything because everything <laughs> might not crazy. be popping off for a few months who knows yeah so um but it was really fun and i felt so powerful you yeah. know djing pregnant and kind of showing that side to people that it's possible you know i think mm -hmm. it'll be interesting is like as you guys kind of move on to this ne next chapter you mm -hmm. guys have shared so much of your life now it kind of becomes about like sharing what's happening with your offspring a little bit right like mm. in this next chapter like it's like you documented you since 19 to now i know like the next five years a lot of baby content i'm assuming i mean it's just like hard because um i think before i got pregnant i was like so against it i was like i'm never gonna show my baby mm. on mm. Uh, right. online yeah, i want to really? protect his privacy um, Wait, what is it with that? First of all, what, what, why is that? I mean, from you know, you said you did some research on people who public figures who share yeah. their baby. Like, yeah. is it is why is it a negative thing to share the baby? Yeah, I don't know. I I want to say it's just a maternal. Yeah. Sounds so ridiculous, but it's like a no, maternal not, instinct. Instinct to protect. To protect, mm -hmm. and I think you really have to like evaluate what what you're comfortable with, and mm -hmm. like I have this like insane like rage, like ferocity, like do not look at me, <laughs> do not like really? I not don't to, know you, not like, to even yeah. look at the yeah, baby. Just like <laughs> I don't know <laughs> at my baby. Just like, I no. saw you looking with your peripheral yeah. vision. Stop. My baby. <laughs> My baby, and I don't know these people. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who's looking at my baby. Okay. Like, it's I, like a privacy thing. Yeah, it's like a secure, securing and being yeah. sure that I nothing's going to yeah, attack it know. or try but to. But I, I also right? not judging anyone who yeah. feels comfortable. I think it's mm -hmm. just really a, a point of personal preference that you, it is a bridge that I think you cross and you examine. You're like, okay, what do I feel comfortable with? Mm -hmm. um, and I think from, uh, we're different in our comfort levels, but um, I think for me, it just comes from this like, is yeah, it, is yeah, there also a place that. of like I could imagine like you know the privacy of the baby or like the choice of the baby? Yeah, yeah totally. Like, right? Consent is like, it? Like, yeah. yeah. Does this baby want to be? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. at what point do you humanize that? Right? Yeah. And yeah. When you choose that like right. their choice. Uh, and it's that's just interesting. No, I I feel you. Like, so you let the baby wear some ridiculous stuff sometimes baby, like, you're gonna have to I'm, sign a waiver like if you want to wear that space helmet to school go ahead no, it's your no, choice but i i, I think some oh laws are actually changing though about like baby content like oh. people thinking like it's like child labor laws 
because you can monetize your baby content. You can modify your baby Mm -hmm. content. And it's like your baby didn't consent to this, but (gasps) like you're making your baby work. Your Mm. your baby's bringing you the cash. Mm -hmm. So it's it's interesting how like I don't know what it's going to be like in like five six years. I'd be so pissed if my baby sued me. Like (laughs) you little fucker, I raised you. No, but it's like it's kind of creepy. Like not creepy, but. I guess, yeah, it is a little bit creepy when, like, when parents show their kids, like, all the time and they have their own Instagram accounts. Like, what will this kid think when they're, like, 12 years old? Yeah. At that age, you already think that the world revolves around you. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that do to your mindset when you have, like, 2 million followers already right. on an about, account? Like, ego, ego and like yeah. That? It's like building child stars right now. Interesting. So Interesting. it's just, I don't know. So I, I think, like, for my boundaries and my son, I'm not going I like I think it's going to be really hard for me to always like censor his face mm-hmm. and and right. go out of my way to never show him because he is a part of my life. Right, it would right. be like as if I would always be hiding my husband or my dog or right, right. you know what I mean? So, I need to find like a good balance. I think yeah. I want to show his face from time mm-hmm. to time, but I don't think I would do I don't yeah. know, but then again, I don't, don't know what Don't let it get to it, his head. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, and I I but do think like as you navigate it you'll know you'll yeah. just know what it's i mean look i could be talking all this shit right now and then <laughs> the second she's born i'm like that's fine it's okay like, to change your mind and yeah all of course this. you exactly. just figure out what works have you guys thought about like the, i don't know why i feel like if i had a kid i'd care so much about like i would start thinking about like the style of the baby like the oh, fashion style like so have you guys already, yes have you guys already considered the aesthetic that's a fun part the of the whole thing too yeah. right yeah i think well i right now i have all these like newborn baby clothes and it's like right now my baby's gonna have no swag because right. it's okay. like he's gonna just grow out of them so fast that's yeah. true but my cousin did buy like um these like cute little air force ones for him oh. yeah but he's not gonna be able to wear them until like maybe he's one and they're black know. air force ones wait too. i just <laughs> got some um oh. nike sent me some jordan ones for Ooh. the baby but they, she can't wear them for a while too right? well your babies are gonna be sneaker heads already yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe yeah. she'll put it on stock x so be like <laughs> <laughs> baby's first stock x um yeah i think I have a, an aesthetic picture for her. Yeah. Um, thinking like a lot of checker print. It's basically what I like. Oh, <laughs> like checker, Daisy, like very 90s UK rave um, aesthetic. Rave, I love it. I love it. That's the aesthetic. Yeah, right? Um, That's creative specific. direction. That's and so then amazing. we have an outdoor look as well. Yes. Because uh, oh. I think for all my wear. <laughs> I've thought about this way too much, but my, for my wearables, like stuff I have to wear, yeah, um, it's like very like leopard print, black, and um, like camo, yeah, olive green. Oh my God, so specific. Wait, wait, yeah, that's you for your baby, baby you mean, or for you? For wait. me, like I'm carrying the diaper bag, so my aesthetic. Oh, with her stuff. Oh, I love it. So you planned the outfits together. Yeah, I mean, she's gonna wear ones, right? It's just like I think. Uh, six white onesies for the first <laughs> month and then we'll talk yeah. <laughs> and then we'll negotiate wardrobe after that but uh, the um, nursery is kind of tight well Steffi uh, <laughs> is this something you thought about did you did you want to have kids I oh. do want to have kids and um, I in a few years 
I do want to have kids. I'm almost yeah. certain of it. Um, I'm excited, but I'm also scared. And I thought about freezing my eggs too. Because yeah. people freak you out. People your age start like freaking you out about being like, well, you're, you're not going to have like normal babies or you're, you're high already, risk or yeah, something. Mm. You're geriatric at this point mm. already. Mm. And then I'll talk to moms who already have a few kids. Like, and they've made me feel comfortable being like, you don't have to, like, don't worry. You'll be fine. You know, right. they were like in their late 30s and they were still yeah. able to have kids. So, I, you know, I think it, it depends. Like, I don't have the finances to do that right now. And I also heard it's a very painful process. Did you start it? The, yeah. It, I literally started the process because you're supposed to do a lot of preliminary blood work. Um and then submit that to a fertility doctor and then they approve you to freeze your eggs. Um, and I I went in for blood work one day and then like a week later I'm like, uh, <laughs> so I could have got pregnant. And then the OB was like, oh. <laughs> okay. Do you get your money back? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> so I ended up not freezing my eggs or paying oh. any money, which was actually great. Um, just skipped right to the the good stuff and um but they I, what i did learn through that process is that um if you do want to get pregnant like start taking prenatals and uh. also um if you do want to freeze your eggs try to do it before you turn 37 okay because okay. the quality of your eggs declines after 37 so if you want to freeze them okay. freeze them in their optimal condition right i got time all right yeah yeah and then i think you know at the very least it gives you some peace of mind and some time to plan it out you know wait can i ask have you guys had any sort of like pregnancy scares in the past where you never never never. my tests always said no (laughs) and then i this one was like it was like yours it was just like like yeah, lol. You know, uh, and I was like, oh shit! It's, it was really bright. Like, yeah. yes. And then I took two more. Okay, so you guys weren't on birth control. Like, you guys were. I don't. Know, I had no, stopped. Like, okay, yeah. so it was. It could have happened, basically. Yeah, like it was. Right. Just mm-hmm. by chance. Because I yeah. was diagnosed with PCOS when I was 27, which is like polycystic ovarian syndrome. Oh. So one of the top symptoms of that is infertility. It's like number one. Oh, wow. So mm. I figured like, oh, snap, like I don't need to be on birth control, <laughs> you know. Um, right. And so I got <laughs> off of it when I was 29. Um, the reason why I was on birth control is because it regulated my periods. Because sure. without birth control, I would just bleed Nonstop. Oh my god! Sucked. Yeah, just always wearing a pad and tampon. Um, But yeah, so I got off of it when I was 29, and then literally Ben and I went to Sedona, did the deed, and boom, I was pregnant. So it was a situation where I was like, this shouldn't have happened. (laughs) Like you knew where it happened. Like yeah, when he was conceived. It's a country song. Did the deed in Sedona? (laughs) Did the deed in Sedona? That trip, was, that trip was so crazy because it was one of our most like transcendent trips together. Like we had even went on a hiking trail called like the Birthing Cave because it just, ha- it just happened to be a trail that was next to the wow. hotel that we're staying at. So we're like, let's go in here. So we go inside the cave and you know, we're just like, haha. And meanwhile, like I was like, probably getting impregnated in the birthing cave. Yeah, it was so Whoa. freaking nuts. So. Yeah, That's I gotta crazy. ask Tom. Yeah. Like, yo, you want to go check out this birthing cave? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I gotta ask you guys, like, um, you know, as 
you know, because for me, I want to have kids because I want to just experience life to its fullest, like everything sure. life has to offer. And this yeah. is a big part of that, right? Absolutely. And I, uh, what does that do for you guys as far as like your own, you know, things that you guys want to accomplish still in this, this you know, next phase of your life where you were where planning to, right? Does this kind of shift priorities around or is it kind of the same thing? It's just this going to be along for the ride. This baby is going to be along for the ride. Um I mean, I feel it could like, be early to, you know, yeah. talk because that could be different when the baby's like there yeah. <laughs> right. in your arms. Yeah, it's all speculative at this point. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, this is the kind of mother I'm going to be. Um, but I, well, your question again was like, what? Does it shift, does it shift? any of your yeah. dreams and, and uh, goals in the next 20 years or so? No, I just feel like this was part, this has always been something I wanted because... Right. I, I'm like you. I think I can relate because I've always wanted to feel this part of my f- womanhood. I've always wanted to have this type of human connection that cannot be achieved in any other way. Mm. Like, and um, yeah, I've always wanted to experience this type of love. Mm. Um, and I feel like that cannot be you know, as I'm going through it, I'm like, yeah, I can't, I I don't know how else you could replicate this kind of like journey, um, into yourself and your identity. Um, and just looking out for another human being that you created. And I, I do feel like that is part of what I would define as a very fulfilled life existence. Um, so no, I don't think that it will shift who I am, I just think it will enhance and amplify who I'll oh, beco- so end up, you know, becoming, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's, that. So that's I just feel like this is such a cool opportunity, like, to really tap in to this type of human connection. Like, mm. wow. Yeah. So I just got chills. Yeah. yeah. It's very different from my parents blaming me for ruining their <laughs> right. dreams. Um, <laughs> just constant very guilt. different. Yeah. I don't know. It's hella deep over here. My dad's like, like, I want like, it yeah, to be a rapper. It's cool. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, how about you, uh, Jen? <laughs> well, like, I feel like since I was in my mid 20s, I was on this like self development kick. There were a lot of characteristics that I wanted to just like fix about myself from like self loathing, depression, anxiety. Um, all that stuff, but and like you and I went to therapy, reading these books, having these like meaningful conversations, um, helped. But I feel like I feel like all those years of trying to heal myself led me to this moment now because before when I would try and like fix a trait, like oh I need to work on my temper, like the stakes are pretty low. You're like okay, I know like I need to do X, Y, and Z. I need to breathe. I need to meditate. Blah blah blah. But like there's always distractions. Like oh well we're gonna go to Coachella or like we're gonna go on this trip. Like, <laughs> it could always kind of wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But now it's a situation where like no like I need to get my shit together. Like I want to be that patient mother. I want mm. to be that open caring mom that i mean my mom obviously tried her best but this is going to be the first time where there's not going to be a language barrier which like always kind of like tears me up because like like i love my parents so much but like there are some things that we just can't talk about like you know because i don't have the vocabulary for it so like i I know that they love me i I totally feel you on that there's so many things i want to complain about so much more clearly 
<laughs> right. You know, like I want, I just can't get my point across. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but that's amazing that you said that. I, I, I didn't even think about that, and that is so crazy. You'll be able to, because I'd never had that relationship too. Yeah. My parents. Uh huh. And I think that's like the biggest, like it's like the biggest difference of like our parents immigrating to America, because like it's a situation mm. that only like immigrants face with their parents, you know. Um, wow. And so. Yeah, I'm so excited to be able to like have these deep philosophical like conversations with my son in the future. Yeah. Like, what yeah. is he, what is like he's going to be teaching me so much. Like, I know my son's going to be my biggest teacher in life. Yeah, and um, that always makes me trip That's up too. That's so cool. It's like, yeah. mom, do you I've know about this crypto coin? Yeah, <laughs> or like he's going like, to be. Where the hell you? You know, like in the future, we don't know what the technology is going to be, but he's going <laughs> to be the one like helping me fix my modem and you know, like uh, or whatever. I was. I've like, just been thinking about the flip side of that coin, which is that um, we are children of immigrants, but our children will be children of non-immigrants, and so it's actually. Uh, I was like, oh, I need to be very cognizant and uh, proactive about sharing my culture. Mm, yeah, right. that's what I was going to yeah. ask about it's you like, guys. How do you? True. How are you going to balance that with? <laughs> yeah, teaching you know the whether the Nate Korean or being bilingual, or if you plan yeah, to, like, like, how would you navigate that? Because that's difficult. A, we're having both having mixed race babies, mm -hmm. right? And so I'm like, oh, well, this girl's Filipino. Like, she better know it. And actually, that's <laughs> my she's. I'm going to be the one to make mm. sure, you know, like that's part of my responsibility if, as a proud Filipino American, like that, that is going to be more of a proactive thought in my head than it probably was for my parents mm. because they're just like, oh, well, this is what, what we do. Mm -hmm. um, but growing up in America and then, you know, like you're just like, oh, I need to put whatever mm. I want to teach you from Filipino values to culture and food and all that mm -hmm. stuff is really going to have to come from me. Well, yeah. gran well grandparents way, will yeah. play a role in that too, True, right? Yeah, a lot of, sure. I feel like the grandparents always do kind of play a role in that. But that's actually, you know, something I didn't even think about going into this about kind of the, the, the language barrier thing yeah. and how you balance Good. that. Um, and, and just a completely different approach to parenting that you guys will have as opposed to like what your parents had with you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be wild no, I mean, but also like what are the you know and it's like what are the things that i really valued about my childhood too because there are some real gems that you can take away from asian parenting um that you can put on your own you know your own kids like what i think <laughs> like, i don't uh, want to say like eating my parents are very like eat everything and taught me how to eat anything which <laughs> i think is really tight um and then i don't know what else i th i think also like the it's inherent to me to be generous and always have family around and like you know you're a part of a large family uh -huh. unit mm -hmm. whether it's like your uh, immediate family or your your extended family like Filipinos have a lot of cousins <laughs> like mm -hmm. so i grew up a lot around cousins and family parties and that was like a big value thing like yeah. I don't know like things like that I, no. I've just been re-examining a lot of those things that I found to be very you know like uh you know common sense common knowledge but actually those are things that are instilled in you I feel mm -hmm. that I think about a lot of things where <clears throat> I can break a cycle like generational cycles you know that were certain things that were very toxic in our family and sure and, and so I see that with I, I see that with my niece, you know, like my sister had her daughter, and from then we just been kind of 
figuring out like we you know we've had some past traumas with our family and figuring out like how would we do things differently and she completely uh. has approached it differently with her daughter you know just like completely been constantly there for listening and really making the time just not from the the working and hustle culture it's like constantly what i i've, I've been thinking about this a lot our parents were so busy like working yeah, and setting ethic. us up here in this yeah. country that mm -hmm. a lot of times they were not present you know and i think that's the thing that people get mistaken about immigrant parents because what we hear about is the strict parents right like right. asian parents being strict mm -hmm. but the truth is a lot of times they're just not there really <laughs> mm -hmm. you'd be right. grow up a latchkey child you yeah. know they're constantly working so you kind of yeah. get away with things a lot you know um so true yeah so i think there's this, you know people get that twisted uh, about the what strict is and and sometimes they're just not there and I think I want to be a lot more present. Mm -hmm, I don't, sure. you know, I don't want to be consumed by work constantly. But then at the same time, do you think that that style of parenting also taught you work ethic? And is that something that was a positive from that? And how do you teach that if you change? I'm not, I'm just like playing devil's advocate. Yeah, no, no, I feel you. And I've been <laughs> thinking about that too. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I was all about this work ethic and grinding, but... I'm going through a whole nother thing right now where mm -hmm. I just want to really be present and mm -hmm. enjoy life, you yeah. know, because um, I think I fooled myself like I'm always like I'm grinding right now to set up for our family's legacy later on. But it's like, when is that time going to come? Like the me being present comes from me just making that decision to be like, I'm going to be here today. Right. You know, right. not like, oh, five, 10 years, we'll be set up in a mansion. Like, no, that time will sometimes will never come. Yeah. You know, you have to make a conscious decision to do that. Yeah. To show up for today. Are yeah. there hobbits, yeah. Yeah. hobbies? I mean, not hobbies, but like uh, something that you guys like are scared you're going to pass on to your kids that you've thought of? Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, like characteristics. The characteristics. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's habits, a good question. Or yeah. like, I mean, I. I hope that he's not as frantic as me. I think it took me a long time to realize that I have zero chill. Because in my mind, I was like, I'm chill. I'm good. I feel like you're but chill. You seem really? chill. Yeah, well, I think chill. now I'm chill because uh, I'm, I feel like this is a new phase for me. I think growing up, it was always just controlling my intensity because I feel like I've just always felt so much emotions uh, growing up. Uh -huh. Like everything was just amped up. I was yeah. either euphoric or like just slammed with anger or like just throwing myself <laughs> on the floor because I was crying. I think it's because if I had to analyze myself, I think it's because I didn't have the vocabulary of what I was feeling. Right. So I just let it just like rage sure. through my body sure. and I just loved to just feel. Uh. So I hope that <laughs> my, <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So I hope that um my my child is just a little bit more chill. He knows okay. how to he knows how to like communicate his emotions yeah. and knows how to self-soothe. Um yeah. Well, you yeah. go to, I know you go to therapy. So does that mean are you going to have your child in therapy at some point too? I don't know what age kids start going mm. into that. Like I know that people I, what I've seen growing up is that kids end up going to therapy because their parents are in therapy or mm. if they had like ADD or ADHD and you know they got to have they have to go to a psychiatrist or something like that. Yeah. Do you plan on putting your kids That's in? that's a good point. I don't, I don't know. know what age do people I know. start therapy? I, think, I don't like, even know. I think like I'm just going to focus on like having him be as mindful and present as possible. I think mm -hmm. like introducing techniques for like meditation, breathing and okay. and kind of like yeah. explaining how he's feeling, but if 
if like he's struggling and he's going through something that he needs to like talk yeah. through a professional then absolutely we'll cross yeah. that bridge when we get there yeah. um and even like i think we'll be really open <laughs> with when like me and ben go to couples therapy like we mm-hmm. still do it uh, from time to time oh, okay. and it's not a situation where like our marriage is crumbling we mm-hmm. do it because we want to maintain it mm-hmm. i mean we started going to couples therapy because our marriage was crumbling at the beginning yeah. <laughs> um, like 2019 was like a really rough year mm-hmm. yeah. but that's the that's when we started going to couples therapy and we just kind of kept up with it because mm-hmm. it was just like a nice top up so that's awesome top yeah. Up. I, mm-hmm. yeah cause like tip what I learned because I went to relationship therapy and I was on the other side where it didn't work for us Mm. but I heard it starts I mean you have to start it before you have problems in the relationship or it doesn't work like 70% of the time it doesn't work because you've started too too late yeah you have to go in and it's like you know prevent preventative yes Mm. exactly Mm. I mean I definitely think that like um I will be more open to I feel like I have more of a vocabulary for like therapeutic sort of techniques and like soothing and like mindfulness and breathing that I will probably bring into the environment the parenting environment hopefully Um, but the one thing is like obviously you don't know when your child will need therapy but if if that is the case I don't think it will be stigmatized in my home the way like I think you know, stigmatized in my home growing up. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Diagnosis are fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is, you're fine. And uh, deal with it. And uh, it's your fault. You know, like, you know, yeah. like, I think that it'll probably be a more open topic. Well, right. Because you know? of time, you guys, but also people in this generation are more considerate of mental health. Yeah. So it's going to be so interesting to be able to see that in your children, how that'll affect you know them when they're older too I'm yeah very totally curious. totally yeah. i mean i did a lot of therapy as well like in the last three years yeah i'm glad i did before yeah. i got pregnant because mm-hmm. i do think that it's helped me with a lot of like the sort of spectrum of emotion and all the hormones that come with it <laughs> but like this whole change is like top to bottom inside out and um I do feel like more equipped with the right psychological tools and emotional tools right. to like navigate this. Yeah. Um. So I just I'm like a big therapy person too. For I sure. like fully believe in it, and uh, that anyone who feels you, like they need it should go. Yeah. yeah, yeah no. Absolutely. Do you guys get worried at all? I don't know if you guys have partner or if you do, but I know you have a partner that you and like. Do you guys? I know it's like obviously out of control, out of your control. Like you guys can only like really con- do what you can do, and obviously like your children are an extension of that. But how much of like you thinking about how your partners are gonna play a role in your children's life? Do you guys like think about and whether yeah. I don't know if they've gone to therapists or like how that affects. Um, I think for sure. I mean, I have a partner, and so it is like it is a conversation. Whereas I you know pre-therapy I would never want to have any type of awkward conversation or <laughs> confrontation like it would just be yeah. so much for me to handle I'd start crying and I'd be like mm. um but now yeah I think like th- like going into parenting and co-parenting as a team and those are like all conversations you have like what are your values and like <laughs> what how, what's your approach to parenting yeah. like how would, would you handle this would you do that as an interview almost like that I like, mean did you sit them in front of you no, <laughs> but I mean, you talk them. I mean I think as things come up you're like talking about it like hey right. what would we do if Da, 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 da. like how do you feel about breastfeeding yeah. what are your takes on childcare? and like I think it's really interesting and and definitely can be 
awkward, but I think it's like necessary to have, like to talk it through and see if you're on the same page. There are so many philosophies for like parenting. Sure. Um, yeah. and, and everyone's got a different story and a different Ugh. background and things that they were traumatized by as kids and things that they want to make sure they teach their kids. Right. So like, yeah, having that conversation, I think. Well, talking, going back to just you guys being pregnant, is there any current, <laughs> like, you know, people who have those weird cravings, any weird cravings you guys have been having oh. lately? Because I have a fridge full of like snacks. Like Lucy. Really? Yeah. I love you do? Lucy, the episode where she oh, likes, you wants pickles. I do remember and, that. Yeah, that's a sardines. Classic. Oh, that's a classic. <laughs> yeah, classic. Classic. Pickles are a classic. Yeah, I mean, I've been enjoying more, like, tart things. But honestly, even before I got pregnant, I just craved random foods. Yeah. Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. hot dogs and kimchi. And, like, I just, yeah. I just loved the random The sweetie food. meal. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. had that. How was it? Good? <laughs> Everyone's like, is the sweetie meal good? I'm yeah. like. Bitch is a Big Mac good? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's a Big Mac, right? It's a Big Mac and nuggets and fries. The menu yeah, yeah, has yeah. not changed. I still, th I think that was the best combination because that's actually my usual order there. Really? It's Big Mac and chicken nuggets, yeah. And fries. That could have been your meal, that's huh? Right. That's right. So yeah, if you meal, like sorry. it, that's So beat me to the punch. I'm surprised no one's done anything with the uh, filet fish I know. Oh, uh, I would do, okay, I'll tell you what I would do and then you guys. Tell, tell us what your McDonald's meal yeah. would be. Mine would be an Egg McMuffin mm. and uh, <laughs> and a hash brown well done. And uh, That is a good idea. Yeah, I think. breakfast all day now, right? Breakfast so. all day. Yeah. And I'm a big Egg McMuffin girl. Ooh. Know this about me, Chad. <laughs> what sauce? Do you put sauce on it? No. I eat it like oh. just, you know, stock. Um, and then stock. I, I put like <laughs> ketchup on stock default, <laughs> default uh. setting. Um, and then like a well done hash brown and Ooh. probably a coffee. Yeah, I'm so great. hungry. As you're talking about this, Same. my stomach is just growling. Oh. oh my God, that sounds amazing. What you, would yours be? Dude, I don't know. It's been a minute since I've gone to like McDonald's. The Jen in McDonald's meal. Oh, when I was younger, I'd always get the number two, which is oh, two yes. cheeseburgers. Yeah. So maybe I would do three cheeseburgers because <laughs> like, two cheeseburgers time is to never level enough. up <laughs> two for you one for the baby <laughs> no, just be I'm gonna three. switch it up yeah. and three <laughs> I guess yeah I yeah. mean the point of these McDonald's meals is just like different combinations of yeah. the existing right. menu <laughs> Yeah, yes. I don't understand. Okay, oh, but BTS yeah. did a new sauce, right? They did like a yeah, chili. they added two different sauces, okay. which is yeah. kind of dope. Oh, okay, yeah, then sick. if I could add a sauce, it would be the two cheeseburgers with the plur duck sauce. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The nuclear. That spicy, oh, it's so you know, the good. spicy yeah. noodles. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. My favorite sauce uh, for nuggets at McDonald's, um, and slept most slept on sauce is the hot, hot mustard. mustard. Hot mustard is the most slept wow. on sauce. There's a. I don't option. Yeah, I never <laughs> had that. When did yeah. you get into that? Have you always been into? I've that? always been a hot mustard guy. Really, even in like yeah. the nineteen ninety six. Yeah, was, uh, <laughs> the 80s that's and when 90s? my hot mustard fixing. Okay, huh? let me oh, tell you my little uh, sauce okay. thing. That I mix all three. <gasps> okay, yes. <laughs> ranch, sweet and sour, and buffalo. Whoa, this woman you're a loves maniac. ranch. Why the ratio though? Is it more uh, ranch all, than I do all equal of it parts? together? Equal parts. Okay. Yes, it's I love ranch too. I love ranch. Ranch is the best. Mm. Ranch is the best. Some, you know, one of our fans um, gave us a, a ranch. It's, it's called Raunchy Ranch. He sent that <laughs> over to us. I, I yeah, didn't see it. He was supposed to give it to me. Yeah, ranch it up. Ranch it up. Ranch it up. We're gonna take some calls. Uh, we're gonna okay. put the Discord link up, guys. Um, 
please call in if you have any questions and if anyone's <laughs> going through the same thing hit us up i've always wanted to experience being pregnant uh since watching arnold schwarzenegger classic jr um that <laughs> oh release released in 1997 Absolutely. and i don't know if it was released in 97 but that <laughs> made me sound cooler uh hit us up on the discord we're here with jen m so super sam um it's exciting times exciting yeah. exciting times and you guys both cook right you guys both yeah. cook? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Excited for that? Like cooking up a little meal for the family? Just, uh... Yeah. I, so there's a thing in pregnancy called nesting. Mm. Have you heard the term? No. It's like usually, would you say it's like third trimester or I something? I would say, yeah. Where you're basically on call, right? Like Jen's on call, on standby. Baby could come anytime. Mm. And mm-hmm. this is like the time also between you and your, you and your partner or your family um, where you really like hunker down you like um get your pantry all stocked oh. up you set up the nursery nesting it's called nesting yep. yeah Ooh. and you just you just like bond what are, what are some other nesting things like you just washing the, cars, the baby yeah, clothes watching, like watching, holding everything gathering up, branches ca- making sure that you know how to like do the car seat and the, yeah, and the car seat stroller have you been practicing stroller walks with your stroller oh and your God. dog no okay so we need to take <laughs> stroller yeah that, I was, that's a thing i was reading about how to you know acclimate a dog into the new wow. family oh, member and there are some things like you can take the stroller out for a walk with the dog so the dog gets used to walking next to a stroller and oh thick shit like oh that. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I think I think that's that. a Virgo in you. <laughs> hella organized. We're both Virgos. We're both Virgos. <laughs> You're a Virgo too? Mm, my wow. baby's gonna be a Virgo. Virgo. You're a Virgo too? Wait, a lot of Virgo oh, Yes. I know September? you got that from your mom because I've seen yeah. on your socials how much how organized she is. She's so I know that's where organized. you got it from. So many Virgos around you my love life Virgo. in the last yeah. year. It's been insane. When I first met him he's like I hate Virgos. I didn't say I hate Virgos. <laughs> Hold you, on, he's also a Virgo. <gasps> and oh, oh my god! And your mom, his mom is a Virgo. Wow. So what? Like, you have a lot of Virgos. You Virgo yeah. gotta go. You might not <laughs> like so. Virgos, but you need Virgos. Yes, there you, you go. You always need a Virgo. That's I, true. I didn't realize even my mom was Virgo until like you pointed that yeah. out. But because I, I don't really think about those things, but I realize I have a lot of Virgos around yeah. me. Yeah. Well, you need to ground you. The Earth energy. Well, he said that it's because he had dated a Virgo a long time ago and he had a bad experience and uh, that's why he from then on he was like Virgo suck apparently uh, well she was definitely she mentioned her being a Virgo a lot so, uh, so that stuck with me no because I couldn't tell you I couldn't tell you all the past great relationships I had like what, what sign, sign they, they were, were but she was very anatomy about saying she was a Virgo. So she branded y'all really bad from the job. Oh. We Virgos love saying we're Virgos, yeah. though. Yeah, it's a flex. It's a flex. When's your birthday? September 17th. Oh. So y'all yeah. birthday's coming up, too. Yeah. Right. And September 13th. On 22nd. And your due date is September. Oh, she's having a Virgo you're baby. Oh, you're going to have a Virgo baby. Mm-hmm. That's my how Virgo ex I am. And one of my close friends, same day. That's crazy. Really? Yeah, it's 22nd. She's going to have a Virgo baby, and I couldn't be more jealous. Uh. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what's yours gonna be? Uh, November sixth, so Scorpio. Scorpio. I, I don't know Ooh. what that means. <laughs> Everyone, I know, right? I don't know. <laughs> They're fun. You know, Scorpios and Virgos get along really well. Really, it's great. It's okay. fun, but they are gonna be like, you know. A little spicy, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little hot mustard sauce. Hot <laughs> mustard. Take it, take. <laughs> All right, let's take this call real quick. This is eight one Zaki, eighty one Zaki. You're on the air. What's up? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, good. What's up with you? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Japan right now. 
Wow. What time is it over there? 8.13 a.m. This is actually the first time I've been able to see you guys live. Wow. Oh, cool, man. We were accommodating the schedule just for you. Mm -hmm. So yes. <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, what's your question? Um, so, uh, you know, I hear a lot from like other podcasts and uh, about how like the pandemic has kind of been somewhat of a blessing um, for like uh, young kids or parents being able to be at home more often. Mm. But uh, I would also imagine that it would be a lot more stressful with like things being so uncertain, like job stability and things like that. Mm. I was just wondering like how like how it's been for you guys or mm. what kind of stresses have uh, been added to just the normal stresses of being a new parent, being pregnant. Oh. Good question. Yeah. That is a good question, mm -hmm. actually. Um, eight one Zaki, thanks for that question. I'll answer <laughs> first. Um, I think that okay. Well, one thing that specifically affects um pregnancy is um, th like my partner was not able to go to my appointments mm -hmm. um in the beginning, my oh. doctor's appointments. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he actually came to my. That's the protocol right now in the hospital. Yeah, so it's changed since I got pregnant, and now he's allowed to come. So he actually was able to see the baby for the first time today Whoa. um yeah which you know like it, it was hard and i know that um a lot of friends who have given birth during covid mm -hmm. had to do it alone mm -hmm. um with no partner in the room um so it's kind of you know my my doctor was like yeah right as it stands today your partner can be in the birthing room with you when you give birth and then your do your doula can be there but that could change right. between now and mm -hmm. your due date so i think that 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 could really play into and affect you know this process mm. is just like the uh level of um interaction that the partner can have interesting i wonder mm. how it affects like the baby also because it's mm. like immediately when it comes out it's not going to have the father there but yeah. I, how long is it before you actually father's get pretty to see useless a in the beginning, I would say. <laughs> we're pretty, uh, i'm not an expert but i would think we're pretty useless in the beginning how much to do yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah i think you know i think for nerves and just general yeah. comfort it's mm -hmm. always been you know nice and i know that like my other friends who have given birth a long time ago they're like i couldn't even imagine my partner not being there yeah. during that time or like those appointments so i, I do think that that is kind of stressful during this particular well how time. long once you have the baby like oh, how yeah. long before you get to like is it like a pretty i don't know <laughs> do, oh, do they take I it do, away and no they like they like after it out after the baby exits it just goes slam it slams on your <laughs> skin, <laughs> slams. Slams on your skin. <laughs> but like, it's like you could have wiped them off it goes like directly on skin to skin oh, yeah they yeah, want, yeah. Like, skin skin yeah. Oh, they want that interact mm -hmm. immediately yeah. yeah so you can actually like in your birth plan you can say like i want skin to skin for like two hours and immediately like i want to hold my baby because if you think about it it's like so traumatizing mm -hmm. for right. like your baby like our birds are like probably the most traumatic things that we've ever experienced in our lives sure. we just yeah. tend to forget it it's like you're living in this like warm amniotic sack you know yeah. you're just like being carried around and then suddenly you're like wait what's happening <laughs> you're being yeah. like smushed out and ripped then, out of the matrix yeah you're being ripped out of the matrix yeah. so it's like an extremely traumatizing time so like that's why a lot of people advocate for like home births because oh, immediately right. they're like in the hospital they're like sterile lighting sterilizing, oh. put like this stuff on their eyes to like make sure that there's no gonorrhea and stuff like that and like giving right. them the vitamin k yeah. shots it, yeah, it's, it's made me realize intense. 
yeah so like it almost makes me have more compassion for my baby because some people don't realize like this is like the first day that yeah. right. this the first minute that this baby's out like it's gonna be a hot mess so like the one thing that comforts the baby is just like the skin to skin contact the also like your temperature regulates your mm. baby as well <sighs> so yeah i want to make sure i'm as calm as possible because even though babies can't speak they can they can feel your energy yeah, so, yeah. Just having well, that, like, well, going back to the question i actually was that he brought up another thing like we live in this like post-pandemic world right. have you even thought about that possibly like the world being so different for this like next generation <clears throat> that you're about to bring into this world yeah i mean i think that it's you know hugely depressing <laughs> <laughs> um i was uh, i was like describing that feeling earlier today at lunch I was like it's kind of like when you bring a date home um for the first time and you're like sorry um no I, uh, I'm sorry I didn't clean my room and actually yeah you know no it's, it's much cleaner than yeah. I'm so sorry um do you want tap water that's kind of all we have right now I'm like you know you just kind of a little ashamed yeah. and you're just like, hilarious. I like, yeah. that. I like I kind of yeah. feel bad bring a baby into this environment and like um they also have a huge carbon footprint um yeah yeah, yeah. so you're just like ah oh, man like not great for climate change but also like i'm hoping that things you know can settle down yeah. i think this actually is a good time to bring a new human in before they have to actually start going to school yeah. and stuff it's mm. probably harder for like i'd say kids that are five like five to twelve right now. Yeah. Like, like I used to throw yeah. the most banging parties elbow yeah. to elbow. He's like, yeah. sure, mom. Yeah, Yeah, but yeah, I I do think like it can. It is a weird time to bring a human. Yeah. In. Wait, but, have you guys I heard mean, that weird? Oh, go ahead. Oh, what were you saying? No, mine has. It's like really. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, I mean, have you thought about this kind of different perspective you might, you know, put on your baby about? how to live their life or something or? <laughs> well i was just gonna say that i feel like there's no right time to have a baby i feel yeah. like every generation has uh, felt like this is the worst time society <laughs> yeah, but true. you know like that's we've true. always lived in fear there was always wars going on that's there was true. always family yeah. you know right, right, so right. it's just a situation right. where like we just have to hunker down like yeah. the only security that's guaranteed is the one that we're living in right sure. now yeah and try to pass on some like good stuff to yeah the, exactly the baby, yeah. and i think like one thing that's helped my anxiety and like just the uncertainty uh, is just like just going it day by day like yes there's covid but like if there wasn't covid i feel like there was there would be something else in my mind mm, sure that i would be terrified for my right. child to experience right. yeah yeah, yeah. I just yeah. read an article. I don't know, not to freak you guys out, but cool. it freaked me out. <laughs> cool. 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 I'm sure you guys get a lot of information like that. <laughs> like, um, but I just read that like a lot of people once they have the baby and they you know they it goes into like a baby room they like they don't a lot of times you don't get the baby you get a different baby like have you read that no this is like a, a lot not a lot of times but like it's like a certain statistic around the world or is it like like a, in, the US, in the US a lot of babies are not they give you like, a different yeah, baby they give you a different baby <laughs> oh my god! I've never heard that. That is Where did really you scary that? stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just read it. Stuff. I could send you guys the article. Well, yeah, thank you for that. Know. Can you link that into the chat? Thank you for that terrifying <laughs> thought you gave to these um, soon-to-be link into the mother. Discord. There's that Office up episode where they say to mark it with a sharpie. Oh, you guys better get on that. I should bring your own sharpie. A one Zaki, um, have a great rest of your day. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Hey, I appreciate that. You guys too. Did you see that? Yep. It's a one in a thousand mistakes. Did you well, see thank that? you for that. Uh, stuff just, that, that, saying, that terrifying. Um, Twenty-one rare babies switched oh, at birth statistics. I don't know. Okay. 
Well, uh, we got the next caller. This is Astro19. <laughs> I'm shook about that What's stat. up, Astro19? Like You're on the air. Yo, how's it going? Hi. Good, good. Where are you calling from? Uh, LA area. Oh, okay, cool. What's up? Hey, uh, big fan of you guys, uh, Jenim and uh, Soul Super Sam. Oh, um, thank you. I had a question. Well, I want to get your thoughts on uh, what you guys think about finding about your your baby's gender. Because I only asked because uh, my wife is also pregnant. Right now. Congratulations. Congrats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we always get that question. Well, you know, hey, uh, when are you going to find out about uh, whether it's a boy or a girl? You know, like, I just want to get your thoughts on how you feel about that. Okay. Well, like, like as in the kind of bugs is in like an annoying question or something like that. Is that what oh, you're implying? Yeah. I guess because I don't know. It's have it's you guys found out the gender? <laughs> I guess I could just uh, ask not you. You not yet. Do you want to be surprised or? Yeah. Well, that's more of what my question was because yeah. uh, apparently I've heard from you know like talking about uh, previous generations. They, they didn't have that technology right. to find out whether it was a boy or a girl. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. I so mean, what are our thoughts? Um, I, I wanted to know careful. ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mm -hmm. just like, if we can find out, like, that'd be a sick. Um, so now you can, my mom said that she couldn't find out till the baby was coming out. Of, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, same. it's a girl. Um, but now you can find out as early as like 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yeah, I would love to know. So I can, I, I don't have so a plan. Yeah, more. so I can <laughs> make a spreadsheet. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I can plan more. That was just my thought. I don't have any. Um, problem with knowing you did a gender yeah. reveal yeah, did, thing right yeah i did it uh, well i took i took my time um letting like the the public know yeah, but yeah. um but yeah i think it's like it's nice to know the gender first between you and your partner because i don't know sometimes i watch gender reveals and like they're getting they're finding out with like their family and their friends yeah. and mm. you just it's like a lot of emotions because i think no matter what genitalia your baby is um there's like once you find out it kind of you kind of like have to close a chapter in your in your brain of like oh this fan like for me it was like once i found out i was having a son i was obviously so happy but i had to close this fantasy of like oh like i'm not gonna have a daughter mm. anymore ah, okay, you know yeah. and like so you're processing you exactly have to process. yeah mm. and it's like and and mm. it's fine i think i was like a little bummed for like a day you know mm -hmm. but then it gets you excited for another sure. fantasy and, right. it, and it makes it more real um sure. there's been a lot of this conversation sure. in the past couple of years i feel like with things that feel like you're intruding with pregnancy i feel like people say like there's questions and things when someone's pregnant and mm. where it used to be normal like you can uh, ask that now people uh. are like yo like chill <laughs> you know right. like like what are the taboo I, I don't know. I feel like I've been hearing these things more mm. where things back in the day, like, you know, it would be easier to be like, oh, you're, um, you're pregnant or what are you getting pregnant? But now it would be like <laughs> extra in 2021, right? Yeah. Like people would be like, yo, you're doing too much, you know? I think, well, I do think one question apart from gender is like, um, like people like, do you have a name yet? Like, do, is, what's the baby's name? And I'm like, man, I don't <laughs> I don't That's know. I can't talk about it. Yeah, right? and I, I feel like it's is that more normalized to just talk about it now? Because like, I don't have a name 
so I don't have an answer. But like, if yeah. I did, I I do feel personally like that is a little intrusive to oh, me. Interesting. But I, I, again, like, I think it's like I think personal just preference. Just fuck with them, you know? Yeah. Like dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> well, my I feel like it's. I heard it's be, like I've heard from other moms. It's it's because they don't want to like that name to be taken like they don't want someone else to have the oh idea my of gosh. the name right or like so, having it judged being like oh like ju- i knew a liam and he sucked exactly. and you're like yeah exactly i knew a liam and he sucked <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't know yeah i think it's like for me it's less about questions because i think curiosity is fine but it's more like comments being like oh, like you're so big oh my like, god you're, you're, only, you're only 36 <laughs> like, you're oh, huge you're so big, you're literally like, well look at you you're a, a hot air <laughs> a lady came up to me and was like you look 38 weeks pregnant with twins how are you doing the one four oh three this i was sitting outside oh. in my hazmat yeah. suit in the parking lot and she was like yeah how are you doing this right now i'm like oh i because you're like, like, like thirty eight weeks, for a month. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're so big, and I'm like, cool, thanks. You just gave me an yeah. eating disorder. Thank you for that. Like, cool, your body shaming me. Like, it's yeah. just weird. Like that, that right, is weird, right, and right. also like just unsolicited advice. Like, well, I oh have yeah, a, like good luck. Like, yeah, like, like it's gonna get worse. Yeah, it's gonna get worse. You know, that's so funny. I used to volunteer at a hospital when I was in high school, and my job was to discharge patient uh, uh, women that were pregnant mm. or like take them in and out of the hospital and I remember this one time I, I discharged this woman and I was like oh so when are you having the baby she's like I just had it like and now it felt so bad oh my bad. god yeah. I didn't know <laughs> well, well yeah your stomach stays for like a good like a while right? three yeah. months or something yeah, you yeah. called them to human resources uh, Steffi you're fired um, <laughs> it's tricky though it I feel tricky. like you should never ever assume that someone's pregnant yeah. because yeah. I think I would be devastated like once he's out and someone's like how many months are you yeah, be I like know. I just had a, you know that's, what I mean I just had Korean barbecue yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. too many burritos it's uh, hard though well thanks for it's calling Astro thing. let's get this last call Lumen Fidai what's yeah. up you're on the air Lumen Oh, what's hi. good? Where are you calling from? I'm calling all the way from Houston, my guy. That's what's oh up, Houston. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's how you guys do it down there. All right, what's up? What's on your mind? Yeah. yeah um. First off, this is kind of surreal. Shout out to you, so Super Sam, big fan. Thanks. I still rock that Garden EP. Let's go. Um, <laughs> no on. man, got me through grad school. Like, Damn. oh, what? What'd you get your uh, degree in? Your master's. Man, I'm a good Filipino, you know, uh, biomedical sciences. Let's go, baby. Oh, yeah. Make your mama proud. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Man, and Jenim, shouts to you. You know, like, it's always good to see Asian Americans, like, prospering on YouTube and really doing their thing. So, big inspiration, y'all. Like, Aww. y'all are living the dream. I wish I could. <laughs> anyway. You want to uh, be pregnant, too? be pregnant. <laughs> To be like an Asian American breaking the mold, like I'm not a doctor, yeah. I'm not a lawyer, you're doing your passion. Mm-hmm. Big inspiration, man. <laughs> Much um, love, man. Yeah, so my question was um, bringing in second generation kids, like Asian Americans. Mm-hmm. One thing I was kind of like angry at my parents about was I never learned Tagalog. Mm-hmm. And so is that a thing? Mm-hmm. And also with you, Jen, um, is that a thing you're thinking of? kind of changing with your kids like teaching them the native language or at least trying to learn the native language so that they can get started from an early age because i know kids minds are really plastic right 
Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could go back in time and be like, yo, man, I just pick it up like this, like that. So sure. has that been a dynamic you thought of? Any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I think that, you know, I share your same uh, aggravation uh, because I was also not taught Tagalog mm-hmm. as a kid. So I don't know. Like I learned whatever I know from my friends and from visiting the Philippines on my own, but it wasn't through my parents. Mm-hmm. So I do want, you know, I think we talked about it a little bit earlier. I do want to make sure to inject as much of my culture in as possible and what I do know and at least, you know, like calling my mom Lola, and the um, my dad Lolo is gonna be important and something I'll teach my kid and um, you know whatever I can learn and teach from what little I know but I do think that it is important and not even just in language but like food again That's like true. culture yeah yeah just like cultural values and um, yeah there's a, a lot of other ways like music and mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of cool music. That's yeah. true. What about you, Jen? I mean, my kid's going to have to learn <coughs> Korean because that's how they're going to speak to um, my, the parents. grandparents. Yeah, mm-hmm. my parents. So um, I'm, like, so happy that, like, my parents are going to be close by when mm-hmm. he's older. So, yeah, he's going to be, like, speaking in Korean with my parents, and hopefully he keeps that up. I think uh, it's just, like, it's it's, like, it's... It's hard because like with language school, like you resist it so much. So like my parents put me to Korean school all the way up until like I was like 10 or 11. I was in that shit too. That shit was miserable. Yeah. And it's like somehow like I now I kick myself because I'm like, I wish I absorbed more because Uh. every time the the school year would start for Korean school, I would always place the lowest. So I'd always just learn the alphabet over and over and over Uh. again because I didn't want to excel because I was like, why do I have to come to Korean school on a Saturday? Yeah. Saturday Um, thing. Well, they're going to love Korean food because there's going to be a lot of Korean food. And Ben's from the UK, right? Yes. And Korean food's way more fire. So Um, they'll definitely (laughs) like Korean food. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, a thousand percent. Um, well, yeah, I hope that helps them. Well, you know, um, interesting thing you said that you were kind of angry at your parents about that they didn't teach yeah. Tagalog. You actually really cared about that, huh? Yeah, well, I learned it myself suddenly through music, visited the Philippines. You spend three months, you'll pick it up hella quick. Sure. But um, was, yeah, I, got, I was just kind of like angry because like what the American teachers would tell my parents would be like, yo, if you teach them a native language, they're right. gonna fall behind in the curriculum. Yes, you see that they, now? I was, that was my parents were told that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. And my brother, that, they say that. I don't know. They say brother. that. Yeah. 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 They did. My oldest brother pulled up, and they actually held him back a grade because he had an accent. Oh. Rather than actually not knowing mm. the language, I relate oh to this mm. actually. Yeah. Because I had um, multiple languages, and my first my first languages were like three different languages, oh, and wow. I didn't recognize this till last year, but. Um, I was in ESL for a really long time hmm, because of yeah. that. And I was the only person born in the U.S. that was in ESL. And I always felt very stupid because of oh. that. So it's a very interesting that this topic. Well, Ooh. I'm a testimony to, you know, only knowing one language and still falling behind. So uh, <laughs> let me tell you. It just sucks for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think but I made... You are a lyrical no, 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 no. My Korean's all right. Though. No, but you're a lyrical linguist. Ah. <laughs> I don't care if my English sucks. I'm a lyrical linguist. <laughs> he can, whatever words he knows, he can get them to rhyme. Yeah, like my, the principal has a meeting with my mom. He's only talking in rhyme. Uh, we don't know if this is a gift or he's falling short. Uh, we can't tell. Well, what pissed me off as a kid, and maybe this you can relate to this, um, is that 
other people's parents would be would you know i'd go to my friend's house and the, their parents would try to speak to me in tagalog mm-hmm. and then i'd be like oh sorry i don't sorry uncle i don't know <laughs> i don't know and then they're like oh wow yeah that oh, sucks no. like and that's, that's just like so hard to go home with and yeah. you're just like mom why didn't you teach me anything now it's too late <laughs> I, um, like wow. they, they tell you you're not a real filipino or like you're not a real blank Vietnamese or Chinese, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like it's an entire like first generation type problem. Sure. So thank yeah. you for that, so super. Yeah, yeah, I can relate. I love how everyone who speaks a kind of just knows the the poquito, the the version yeah, of like, like every word. Choco, 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 choco. Well, thanks for calling. Shout out to Houston. Uh, we got AIs. This will be the last call, and then uh, yes. we'll wrap it up. What's up, AIs? AIs are on the air. This is your last chance. Oh, hi. Hey, hello. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from the UK. Ooh. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, what's on your mind? Um, yeah. Um, I found a lot of the topics I was being discussed very interesting as a father of a four-year-old daughter. Um, I want to ask, your, all your partners are non-Asian Americans, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering whether you came across any cultural differences with your partners in relation to like mm. the pregnancy or sort of uh, the big the day, the birth, and thereafter. Oh, specifically mm. in the process of like I guess being pregnant and. Oh, interesting. Oh, because there are yeah, traditional like, for, things, right, and views on things like that. I don't know if there's cultural. Huge. Yeah, I will. I would say like off the top of my head, um, like. I feel like Korean parents are very, very involved. Like they come over to your mm. house, they come clean, they yes. come cook, they they do all yeah. that stuff. And since getting pregnant, my parents have come over like at least once a week yeah. and been so cool about it. But um, it's different, right? But it's different, yeah. you know, because if his parents were here, then we would be hosting them. I think that's like the biggest cultural difference oh. because... Uh. I or maybe or I don't know. I, I don't want to like generalize, but when Ben's parents come over, like I am, like you know, like I'm preparing the meals. I'm I'm cleaning right. up. Like I, I, I take care of my guests, but um, which is fine. Mm. But huh. but yeah. So I think like sometimes Ben is like, oh wow, like they're like it. it, it it's a it's lot. Different. For, it's just different, you know. Because oh, like he's like, oh, they're over all the time. Like yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> like I, I tell them that. Oh, like, they're, they're here again. No. <laughs> Hello. Like, Hello, like, no, no, my parents were like, come live with us. Like, and I'm like, while you're pregnant, just come live with us. And I'm like, oh, oh okay. yeah, like they want to be very involved and present mm-hmm. and like take care of me or like take wow. care of yeah. the in-law experience is definitely, yeah. you know, that that can get very intense. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it becomes more like when you have the baby, (laughs) though, it's it's almost nicer. It's like you have the more involvement from each side. Sure. You know, I mean, I I guess my answer to your question would probably be not yet. I haven't encountered any like cultural, like ethnic sort of difference in approach to pregnancy. I think that one thing that has nothing to do with 
race or anything uh, background is just do you believe in science i think that is a big <laughs> thing <laughs> when you're pregnant it's just like where what right. is your stance on the healthcare system mm. because you can have mm. home birth you can have oh, a midwife true. instead of an ob you can choose yeah. to be um you know induced with medication when you're going to labor mm. and those are the sort of like the I think the foundational differences that could be between yeah. two partners is just like, no, true, I don't want to. You, you don't want to have right? a kid like, with a flat earther. Yeah. You just, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, you yeah, know, so. yeah, exactly. So you just don't. I think that's m maybe where the differences could have lied, but there aren't any in yeah. my household. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting if I was just like super not into the hospital system, but he was and he believes in science mm. and things like that. Um, but uh, so far, not any cultural. What about you, sir? About me? Yeah. About me? Are you, do um, you? Well, my wife, I'm Korean. Okay. My wife is Korean. She's okay. a proper Korean, not a fake Korean like you got, me. You guys, um, you're a fake Korean. <laughs> you guys got, you guys got, uh, you guys have a kid? Yes, a, we have a four-year-old daughter. Four-year-old? Um, she was, born, she was born in the UK and um, uh, our mother my mother-in-law came over from korea uh to look well to look after the baby basically so she lived with us in our small tiny one-bedroom flat for about five weeks wow. um, wait for how long point, for Rob? five weeks mm. like, i could tell by the way you said five weeks he was like for fucking five weeks <laughs> no 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 initially i was a little skeptical because our flat's so small and i was wondering whether three adults and a newborn baby can coexist but um apparently we could and when those five weeks are about to come to an end my wife and i seriously chatted and discussed about trying to c convince her mother to stay on for a bit longer because we uh -huh. found her help really uh really sort of um well amazing and yeah. uh, almost necessary yeah. and we were so scared that okay what happens when she goes how are we going to look after this right. baby just amongst the two of us yeah. grandmas um, are next level sort of yeah. that's the thing it's a yeah. you know I, I honestly think grandparents involvement is a great thing it's like the type totally. of love they give is different from my mother's you know, oh, that, that grandma energy is different mm. i think we're both really lucky that our parents live in la um, yeah yeah because i don't I, I love that support, just having them oh, in yeah, the that, same city. That day you want off from the baby. Huh? Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> Sign me up for nanny. <laughs> Sign me up. Lola nanny. Well, AIs, thank you for calling. Appreciate that. Thank you, um, thank you to everybody who tuned in. We have um, two very boss women that I look up to um, in the past decade, has done some amazing th things um, just globally to locally um, and seen them up to this point right now is pretty surreal it makes me question a lot of things about where i'm at in my own life and uh i will reflect and um you know i'm constantly trying to grow as well and yeah. um hopefully can have a follow-up uh episode where my little little one is hanging out right here to the side of me you know and you podcasting. guys bring your <laughs> you guys bring your kids are having a little podcasting situation you know <laughs> steffi have a little you know, a little bake. Okay. A little, okay. A little bake Dem, in the oven. Dem's ready to be a daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> have you I, seen I, that picture? Your new picture. What? Yeah. What was that? With the baby? We were looking at that last night. I was like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, that is interesting. That that joke. So I played like some, um, you know, that kid from Minari, Alan, Alan Kim. Yeah. He played my son in this short music video that just came out. Okay. And I played the dad. It looks great on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's You're a look. playing daddy. Uh, but it was interesting roles, huh? because I was like being approached to be like, can you be the dad? I'm like, oh, that's where we're at now. That's a vibe. Yeah, so yeah. it was it was cool. And he was so smart, like just could take direction. And, you know, it's, it's not easy for a kid that age to be thrown into acting work sure. and multiple takes, do this, do this. Yeah. I just get so frustrated. He would just like take it like a champ. That's yeah. a future Academy Award winner there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think about having kids as well. I yeah. like that photo. That with the kid? Yeah. I literally saw it last night. I was like, oh, I like this for dumb. I need to peep this photo. Yeah, it's it's a a new, uh, it's my latest Instagram post. It's a new look for him, huh? Yeah, it's a good look. That's what's up. That's what's up. Dumb daddy. Dumb daddy. Dumb daddy. Dumb daddy. Oh, where's that? Looks really natural. Where's Even the with one? like the beaded car seat. Like, that, yeah, we try to give so that kind of. This one. This one. We try to give that nineties little um, dad look. That's sick. Yeah. That whole fit is oh fire. Oh my god. It is kind of crazy. I really felt like oh, it's like felt like my dad like during that time. <laughs> you know, very nineties Korean. Yeah, nineties Korean dad. Kid's That's super sick. talented. And he did a post saying that, oh, yeah, Dumb's like my third dad. Like, my first dad is my real dad, second is Stephen Yun. Oh and uh, now I'm the third dad. Wow. <laughs> Didn't feel good about being the third dad. You know, but, um, oh, it's Nikki's video. Yeah, it's Nikki's video. Yeah. Cute. Um, well, I, I, I'm so excited <laughs> for, for you with you guys this uh, this next chapter in your lives. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah I'm, congrats. I'm excited to see what you guys continue to do in the next decade, 20 years. And you guys have been such role models for um, a lot of people in different communities, to women, to Asian Americans, to, you know, everybody who's just online who needs to, you know, get away, have fun, you know, and see things. And I don't know where I'm going. With this. <laughs> I liked it. Keep going. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but appreciate you guys and all the work yeah. you guys have done up to even this point where you guys might take a little bit of a hiatus as you go through this process and you guys deserve it take some time away yeah eat some choco pies talking about that yeah right like it feels like a little bit of a like let me take a step back and it's okay people are gonna be like it's okay yeah it would be strange if i was still working they're like you just had a freaking baby like relax Relax. that's something jen would do though because i know she was a workaholic this woman right here you know but yeah it took a baby for me to actually take this long of a break I'm yeah. gonna. I'm, I'm planning are on you at least on a two months. Are you are you on a break yet? Oh no, no not, not yet. yet. Yeah. Okay, okay. But once he's <laughs> okay. here, yeah, I'm getting all my ducks in a row. Well, well Sam, wow. yeah, Sam's still doing a daily radio show. Yeah, she's one four three is back. Yeah. You know? um, so I'm gonna be behind the scenes for that, not on the scene, but behind it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, and we'll see. I I have spoken to a lot of women who I look up to as mm-hmm. like you know like career driven mm-hmm. women who had kids and it really it just depends on the woman and their you know how they want to sure work and balance all of that but i do one specific person i spoke to she was like yeah i thought i was gonna go to work right away and i know her as a very driven person and she's like and then i didn't for a year and a half oh wow and she's like i just wanted to be there for every moment because i knew i could so things changed so things changed for her and then she eventually she's like if you want to work you will go back um, but if you can take the time off, you should, because some you some of those moments you never get back. Sure. Mm. Um, 
and yeah, so it's interesting. I, I, I'm curious to see what where that goes. Well, my boy who has three kids and he's like a comedian. He also like hosts weddings. He has so many jobs, you know, to like provide for these three kids. And I asked him for advice because I want to see my niece more and I'm busy too. And I'm trying to make an effort. I'm like, yo, how do you balance all that? You know, mm -hmm. and he was like, oh, don't worry. They don't remember anything under the age of six. So I was like, oh, I can neglect my niece till six years old. <laughs> so I have time. Yeah, plenty of time. So keep that in mind if you ever need a break. Um, well, thank you so right, super, Sam. You. Jen M, tune in next week for another episode of Fun With Dumb. Steffi Bake, thank you. Thanks, Steffi. Thanks, Dumb. Thank you. <laughs>